yellow Lambo, slick a yellow Rari, slick a yellow 911, slick a yellow mommy, slick a yellow Converse, slick a yellow Grimmy, slick a yellow number. You are on the bench, episode three in the new format. We're here. Who is that on the music there? That's uh, a throwback, Little Wayne, man. Throwback, Little Wayne, man. I, I like it. I enjoyed that. Yeah, man. Best of me freestyle. I think that is the greatest Little Wayne mixtape song ever made. Um, if you want to argue about that, it's really no use <laughs> because it just is what it is. All I right? thought you were going to invite people to meet you outside. <laughs> Sometimes. If, only if it's about the 76ers or the Chiefs. You can uh, send me your address and I can pull up and then whatever. Whatever know? happens, happens. <laughs> whatever happens, happens. <laughs> well, all right. You've been back in town for a little bit. Your relocation back to town. Uh, been hitting the dating sites. What's going on? Yeah, man. So I've been back from uh, ATL Atlanta now for what a, a, almost a month now or so, you know, and um, should so be enough time to replenish the supply. <laughs> <laughs> almost, man. Almost. <laughs> well, you got a hand job, and that's it so far. <laughs> Thirty days in, and that's what we're with. Hey, do not, um, do not undersell the hand, the, the the beauty of the hand job, man. The beauty of it. Yeah, man. You know, people go into strip clubs just for hand jobs only. Really? You know? Yeah, man. When you say the back room, because then you're not cheating on your significant other. You with know, it's just job. a hand job. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I mean, that's 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 uh, yeah, that's, that's a golden nugget. I, that's then. not why I go to the strip club. But uh, <laughs> if, uh, if other people have other preferences, I also won't be offended. also it's cheaper than the other options. You know, I, so if you're a cheap guy, <laughs> if you're a cheap guy, <laughs> strip club on a budget. <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> but yeah, man. So I, I, you know, I've been back, and um, you know, with all this COVID stuff, you know, it's just easier to hit the online dating sites and they have so many now you know and um i asked my facebook friends you know what are the best sites to to go to okay and uh you know i already knew about tinder but they told me tinder uh they told me bumble i haven't been on bumble yet they tell me bumble is the um the professional uh dating sites you know so if you want what by professional do we meet hookers no, 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 no. We mean, we mean, uh, like women and men who are, women and men who are earning over, you know, maybe forty thousand a year. Say, say. You know? Oh, okay. Uh, um, okay. And, and they're professionals. You get a lot of nurses and and and, and you know, I've heard whatever. nurses are freaky. They have to be. They have to be. I mean, sometimes I, I wonder: should I just go to the hospital just to hang out and see? <laughs> No, seriously, man. I mean, if you clean, there's some cute if, nurses out there. If you clean somebody's bedpan, it's you know, there's nothing off limits. No, Is man. That where we're going and the with little that? pants they wear, you know. I, I mean, scrubs we're talking about. Yeah, or? the scrubs. Okay, the scrubs. You're turned on by scrubs. Why not? I, why? They're just kind of a baggy, generic pant. They're not baggy. They're not that. Depends baggy. on how much junk you got in the trunk. There you go. Now we're talking. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you got Bumble out there, and then uh, they told me about Black. You know, and um. You mentioned this to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you about black. I had questions. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually have to be black to be black? <laughs> to be on there, right? I haven't. And see, this is the thing about Tinder. Tinder, you get on there and you swipe. And, you know, you might come across 50 white girls before you come across a black or, or Hispanic. So I'm There's black. no filter there to say? No, man. I, at least uh, maybe you have to pay for that feature. I don't know. Okay. 
but on black, I've but only come on across Bumble, black women. You could probably afford that feature. But uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. That's the great value of uh, <laughs> yeah, the Walmart brand of of dating apps. Okay, well, let's yeah. go back to black if we can. Yes. So yeah, there's I've only seen uh, Hispanic and black women on there. Um, okay. So also so- on black, I don't come across any. Um, I don't come across any. What's the word am I looking for? I wanted to say hybrids, but I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> Biracial but people? No, uh, no, no. What do you no. mean by hybrids? Um, transsexuals. There you go. There oh. you go. I, the word was. Is that me. is that what up in Atlanta they call them hybrids? No, no. <laughs> I thought that was a good word to use. It's not not a. a I, I, I had a Hyundai hybrid Sonata. That was my car. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could just be. A I couldn't. Trans- I couldn't think of a uh, uh, the the correct term. Okay, I thought you could. You're just a trans but person. On Tinder and these other apps, you know, you you come across a good amount of that. You know? Okay. On Black, I haven't come across any of that yet. You know, so I I don't know. Is that a positive or a negative for you? I, <laughs> I don't know, man. You don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But yes, so I I you know so I don't know if you have to be black to sign up. I don't what? know if they. I don't know if you would sign up. And they would, you know, deactivate your account. <laughs> you know. Well, you said some Hispanics snuck through the screeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, okay. yeah, they sneak through and they get in there, you know. Well, I mean, at any point, like, did you, did you have to like provide evidence of your blackness? No, man. No, you don't have to verify your account. They do have that there, where you can verify your account, you know. And um, later on this show, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, NFL black coaches and. And, and why the lack of they can get a job. Now, if they were to create a black app for sports coaches, I thought about this. I think that maybe can work, you know? Really? <laughs> you know, In terms of getting jobs? In terms of getting jobs. I'll, we'll go over that later on in the show. But uh, I'm but, Eric Bieniemy. I'm a quarterback whisperer on an innovative offense. Uh, yes, yes, I yes. I like long walks on the beach, and I'm against back hair and mustaches. Yes, and that can get you a, a autograph from Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good enough for you? But uh, If you so, throw in Tariq Hill, we got a deal. <laughs> right, man. So the craziest things because – here in in Orlando, man, you know, it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. You know, these these women are uh, people in general are just crazy. There, they're batshit crazy. Man. I think that's everywhere. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I I don't know. I didn't come across this in Atlanta, man. This is this is a different version of of, of crazy. You know, you all know, right. you have you have people that you go in there, you know, and of course, all women have this standard uh, message on there. I'm not on just here for hookups and, you know, and if you're going to message me just wanting sex, just go away and all that. Just go away. (laughs) That's what they say, man. I'm just telling you what they say. (laughs) And, you know, that's just not, you know, um, you know, it's not that it's not accurate. It's just it's not going to keep us away, you know. Correct. Well, do you you have like an actual counter response to that? Um, I mean, if you, you're good with words, yeah. Do I mean, you, you, I, I don't have a standard. Um, you don't have a standard finesse move here. No, 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 no. Okay, disappointed, but <laughs> right. So, you know, some of the crazy things I've come across. One, I guess, the craziest I think I've come across is, you know, a, a girl who was um, she we matched together, right? And first of all, the very first is alert this on message, Tinder or this is on black. This is on Tinder. Okay. The very alert, the first thing that made me say, whoa, is she messaged me first. Okay. So if we match and a girl messages me first, I'm like, ah, 
you know, just hold your horses, young lady. You know, really? I'm coming, you know what I mean? I'm coming. So, you know, because most of the time the men would write first, but that's fine. It's, you know, whatever floats your boat there. And then you got some very old school vibes. With that. <laughs> and then we get the, we get to going and it turns out she's she's married. Right. OK. And she says, yeah, you know, I'm married, but I'm looking for a, a full time guy on the side. And it looks like you. <laughs> You know, it looks like you. Yeah, that's what she's saying. That's right? a little specific. <laughs> it's a little specific. It's a little Did you weird. like work with this person in the past, maybe? Or? <laughs> no, but it turns out it, she is. She we did go to high school together. Oh, but okay. that we didn't know each other or anything. It's just a small world. Okay, right. And uh, we actually connected on Instagram. So there's a, a high possibility she sees this video and then probably deletes my number. But who cares? <laughs> so. <laughs> so we um right so she says yeah i'm looking for a full-time guy i mean a full-time side guy where we could just have fun and have sex and then you know so i'm like wait wait a minute because i you know this gave you pause exactly run to the sun my exactly <laughs> you should be storming the fucking bastille oh man you're on my you're on i'm gonna tell you why it gave me pause okay. but in theory it's free money. It's, 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 it, you know, it's like, what a dream. But who am I to have bestowed this blessing upon? Uh, like, you know, what have I done in life to receive this? I mean, I've never received this before. You know, just. You're trying to take us to church here on a goddamn Tinder hookup. But we, side guy. We, you know, you just hook up, have fun, have sex, and then it's over. I don't have, you know, I don't, I, you know, we don't have, to, I don't have to call you. I wait till you call me. <laughs> You know, it's it's too good to be true. Is my thing. Okay, I get I get that. I get yeah, that. it's too now, good. Now, did to be did true. her profile lack the standard language about I'm not looking for sex? Yes, <laughs> there was no bio. Oh, no bio. There was no bio, just pictures, and she's a very attractive uh, girl. But there's no there's no bio, no anything. Okay, right, and. But I'm gonna tell you why I paused on on, on that. I mean, initially, initially, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> this is a high possibility. You know, what do you want to hook up? What do you want to do? Um, That's an open layup. An now it's chair. an open layup. <laughs> I've been known to blow a couple open. <laughs> Sadly, I've witnessed that, <laughs> but just on the court. <laughs> and then it turns out her husband is a pastor. Is a is a pastor of a church, man. That's that's that's. I mean, that's just that's that's doing a little too much. Uh, time out. I I got to call for a pause right here. D did we not have like an Instagram video of some pastor like literally eating several girls' asses back to back? Yeah, we talked about that. Came right, <laughs> over with that. Okay? <laughs> but every pastor is not like that. Not everyone. He just he, he ruined the whole bunch of. <laughs> he ruined the whole patch of alphabets, man. All right, so you've got to pause here. Do you kind of go Dr. Phil and figure out what's going on between the pastor and the deceitful wife? Well, he's, she says she's just not attracted to him anymore. You know, it's it's pretty much they're just there paying bills, and, 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 and that's pretty much it. But he's a good guy. He's a provider. He takes care of it. He pays all the bills and this, this, and that. Does she work, or is she just full-time trolling for dick? <laughs> I, I didn't even ask. Okay. I didn't even ask. But you know, it's just a weird situation, man. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. You know. <laughs> oh, this is still an open. Uh, it's an open, open case. Situation. I mean, I, can I just 
give that away? Can I just give that up like that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, it takes, I think, I think takes a little time. Man. I think you're obligated to smash once. At least once. Yeah. Just as, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, man, so that's where we're at with the uh, online dating sites. I mean, then you have, you know, you have girls on there who just, you get going in a conversation, then you never hear from them again, or maybe they never hear from me again. So. <laughs> Somebody's not hearing from somebody again. <laughs> yeah, man. So have you had any, like, well, like, I'm assuming this never got to an in-person meeting. No, no, no. Have you had any in-person meetings? Like, oh yeah, man. So I had an in-person meeting off of uh, off of off of Black actually. Okay. Yeah, man. And uh, once again, this is the person we uh, hooked up on Instagram. So you know, maybe I get blocked and deleted, but who cares? <laughs> but uh, we 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 get to the bar, and you know, and first of all, she's like forty-five minutes late. God. And uh, <laughs> just like you were today to do the show, <laughs> we have something in common, right? So yeah. um, she gets there, and I'm, I'm feeling a lot of compatibility. <laughs> <laughs> she gets there, man, and she's no lie about at least at least fifty pounds heavier than what she were in her pictures. Really? I mean, at the very least, if we had a scale, that it'd probably be in the seventy sixty range. I mean, this is, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, maybe it was off season. She didn't have a fight coming up. <laughs> maybe she's trying to move up a weight class. You know, maybe, you know, she was, uh, I don't know, a big girl's uh, stunt double in a movie or something. She had to put on weight. I mean, there's different things there, man. So was there some well what what evidence did you have did she say I weigh like a certain amount or did she no, provide you see the pictures pic- you see the pictures on the app Oh so she provided like full body pictures Yes 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 So clearly these were taken in another time frame Uh yes Perhaps another lifetime <laughs> Perhaps another lifetime <laughs> Okay <laughs> Yeah man you and and right so it wasn't the standard just face pictures alone or you know, things like that where you kind of hint, you know, you can kind of see what well, this person may be a big person, you know, there's this full body. Well, I, I would assume if somebody is like has only very close range face pics. Right. They're probably hiding something horrific about their body. Maybe extra weight, perhaps a hunchback. <laughs> something. I'm not sure. But it can't be good. Exactly, man. Exactly. But so did you kind of give her like a graceful out? Like, hey, is it that time of the month? Are you perhaps a little bloated? <laughs> No man, I I I stayed, stayed in character. I stayed and I stayed the whole night, you know, <laughs> and and maybe just maybe because I was a good man that night. Yes, that the free coochie came back to me a month later. So sequentially, you know? the, 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 <laughs> the free coochie side piece invitation came after. After that, because you, I was a good man that night, you, you know? So, you soldiering through a bit of a deception. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, but it's all good. And, uh, you know, we'll see what else these apps have in store, man. What else comes your way? So you're going to continue. You haven't been dissuaded. Not No, not much, man. By Until outside opens back up and then... <laughs> Outside opens back. <laughs> it's outside. It's open by definition. <laughs> yeah, but everybody's not out there, man. Everybody has these masks on. And I understand. You can't see, man. So that's good. Good start. Hey, so so next week we have a pretty significant football game. I heard, man. Yeah, I heard. They man. call it the Super Bowl. <laughs> My hey. Chiefs are taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Your Chiefs looking for a repeat. Yeah, man. 
And last time was the first time they ever won the Super Bowl. They lost one to the Packers, like, back in the day. Yes, man. Old famous Joe tried to come back over. No, no, no. That's before Joe. No, I didn't lose. We like won. Super Bowl we won. One. We won the very first Super Bowl. First of all, no, the Packers won the first two. Y'all won a different one. We won a different one. Okay. You, you won with Lynn Hank Dawson. Stram L- no, Lynn Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. Lynn Dawson. Well, Hank Stram was the coach. Hank Stram was the coach. Lynn Dawson. Was Have the you ever seen the legendary picture of Lynn Dawson at halftime of a game in full uniform, having a cigarette in the locker room? I was going to say. I mean, he was a cigarette beer junkie, man. <laughs> you know, there's a thing about Manute Bowl, the center. He said he never played a game where he wasn't drunk. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> That's crazy how back I mean, in the day things were just uh, completely different. On I know he's super court. skinny, but like as tall as he is, I'm thinking it still must have been an accomplishment for him to get drunk. I mean, he's not buzzed off a of beer now. No, man. No, it can't be, man. Can't like, imagine be. being the equipment manager. <laughs> Your uniform's washed and we have a 12-pack. Yeah, exactly, like, man. come on. <laughs> All right, but, so uh, actually, the Chiefs playing for the repeat here. Yeah. And there's a little bit more at stake, I think. I mean, there, there's some historical legacy. Of course, they're playing Tom Brady at age 43 in his 10th Super Bowl, for crying out loud. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Could win his 7th Super Bowl, which yeah. would, uh, you know, if we're going to go cross-sport reference, would surpass Jordan's six NBA titles. Um, and then there's this strange, like, dynamic. I mean, clearly at this point, Mahomes is the premier next generation quarterback. Right. He is the heir apparent. He does, however, have a playoff loss, his only playoff loss to Tom Brady's. Right. So there's a scenario in play where if the Bucks win and Brady were to maybe retire or or whatever, or or maybe those two teams don't get to the Super Bowl again to, against each other because they're in different conferences. That Brady could ride off into the sunset with two and zero victory record against Pat Mahomes, right? Along with all of his other <laughs> extreme records, and, well, and that that I think yeah. that's the possibility that led Tony Romo to make a comment uh, last week that basically, if Mahomes doesn't win this Super Bowl next Sunday, that he'll never catch. That he'll Brady. never catch Brady, and, and and the thing about that is is that you have the naysayers over here on this side that says, well, you know, Mahomes has such a long career to go, and he's already done this and that. There's just no way that you can say that so such prematurely, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'm sort of in Romo's camp, man. You know, you, you, you know. I, I tend to agree. I mean, yeah. you know, as good as any player is, I mean, getting to 10 freaking Super Bowls is right. unprecedented. Exactly. Winning six, potentially seven, becomes, again, unprecedented. And then the other crazy scenario is, and, and you know, people like like these cross-generational arguments like the, the LeBron and Jordan Yeah, stuff. they tried to, to, to but, tie that but, in. But you get, with, with this scenario, you get this strange bridge yeah. where elderly Tom Brady would have two playoff wins, including a Super Bowl, over Pat Mahomes in his peak. Can you imagine if Jordan had knocked out LeBron two two times. I don't care how young LeBron was. That's rookie what I'm and sophomore year. I mean rookie and second year in the league. If if Jordan knocked off LeBron those two times, one and one, the the Super Bowl the championship in the NBA finals that those two years retired and it's just it, it's already insurmountable because we're already without without Mahomes beating Brady or vice versa. We're already saying okay, Mahomes can you make it to, you know, Seven or eight Super Bowls and win five, you know, five yeah, or six. Exactly. Any, you know, anyway, that you know, that's already on the table, anyhow. Yeah, <laughs> but you I know, agree. 
head to head matchups that those matter, man. Yeah, and it, and and again, we'd say like this is definitely not you know prime Tom Brady, right? And he's beating a guy in his prime. So I agree with Romo's comment. I mean, it it, it is it is that. Now the other scenario is it, you know just from a league narrative standpoint, Chiefs win this game. It, it does create like almost a poetic ta- passing of the torch that, that would really be wonderful. Exactly. You know, so I, I a lot at stake with this game for both guys. I think. Um, and you know both both teams really the Bucks you know went all in they they got everybody and their brother out of retirement to play for the Bucks this year <laughs> and try and win this with Tom Brady and they've got a chance to do it this week. Um, now the other thing on this like another quote that kind of caught my attention you know Tom Brady based on resume I think hands down the greatest quarterback to ever play the game at this juncture. Yeah, the and, greatest, right? You know, but I did see a quote where somebody was saying he's the greatest athlete. That I kind of gave pause to, and my reasoning for that is, as good as Tom Brady's been, watching him play football does not give you or me specifically a a, a sense of just like wonder, like I'm seeing something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm alive to see this. You know, we go again to basketball. I think Michael Jordan gave it. I think um, you know LeBron James gives it. You know, you go to a, my guy track and field. Um, you know, Usain Bolt, Bolt Tiger Woods, it, Tiger Woods. His stretch. Just the the sheer watching of Tom Brady perform doesn't rise to that level to no. me. And I have a hard time putting him in a category of like greatest athlete of all time. But you know, for on current resume, he is the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, and, 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 and that's tough. I mean, you know, he, he he has some great teams, great coaching staff over in New England. But here, here you are with a completely different team, and the team is stacked as, you know, shit. But, you know, it's a different team. The, the, the exact next season that he switched from New England to this other team, it, it, it just comes to a point where it's just undeniable no matter, you know, what are you looking at here. Yeah. And um, that, those are just the facts, man. So yeah. wh- whoever is coming up on the rise, whether it's Mahomes, whether it's, you know, Russell Wilson or, or you know, whoever, whatever the case may be, it, it's almost it's just you have to come to a point where you have to almost match it or whatnot. Yeah. You know, um, now, you know, we do know Montana went, what, four for four. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if someone were, were to get to like a five for five, I think that would do it. But that's I mean, we're talking NFL, man. Yeah. Like, who <laughs> does that? You with know, a, with a basically a hard salary cap. Yeah, that's it's, and, it's, it's crazy. You know, and, and, and I, you know, there's not another sport that, that generates the, the amount, the volume of injuries and, to yeah. a team over the year to year. That's why what New England did were, were, was was so crazy man because yeah. you know nfl they just don't have repeat and three peats or, or t- you know two out of five three out of six whatever we just don't see that then. right you know th- there's always new contenders and you know whatever it's, uh, it's the war of attrition you know what i mean yeah yeah it's really been a tremendous accomplishment i, I don't go so far as to say it diminishes belichick in any way and some people have people kind of are saying that, that but i don't agree with that i mean you know Be- belichick again cam's done he just doesn't have it anymore. I think he he tried to play some decent football this year. I just don't think he has but it anymore. Why, why does why don't people talk about how New England had the most number of opt out, opt outs 
to right. begin the season. I right. mean, no no one had as many opt-outs as far as COVID where the guys, some of their top defenders didn't play, you know. They, right. Their best defensive player didn't play this entire season. So, you know what I mean? So, that's important, you know. And then, of yeah. course, you got the cam version. And even if this <laughs> entire team was together, I mean, what receiving threats do they have? Exactly. No salary cap. They didn't have any space to bring in, a, you know, wh- whoever and whatever. So it's just tough, man. Yeah, and that's that's why I said, I mean, I I don't really put that on Belichick. And I mean, there was a point in time when they kind of, you know, they kind of got a little momentum and got a couple wins going, and it it just kind of unraveled as the season went along. But but to me, Belichick stands hands above everyone as the best NFL coach um, in history for me. Exactly, Brady, the best quarterback. And I do think that Mahomes, you know, he has a chance to chase that. And at this juncture of his career, that's all you could ask. Yeah. Is that he has that chance um, as far as that goes. Do we want to take a quick break and come in with some other topic here? Yeah, sure, man. We got we have a um, you know, a full show for you guys. Of course, we got my crazy story of the week. We have um uh, uh, of course some more NFL news. Uh we all know the uh the big trade that just you know that happened um with the quarterbacks and also there's going to be a quarterback carousel man because th- th- there's a lot of jobs open and right. available and a lot of it's going to be a lot of moving parts. We have some NBA news of course um and, and and everything of that nature. And a little bit of the dark side of sports too. Uh with what? The domestic violence episode. The domestic violence man. That may be what we come back with. I think we should. <laughs> All right, man. This is uh, Sadie Hendricks from Duval with Low Key uh, on the bench with Bub and Pink. She likes it. Come and love me while you scared. Scared. Don't want no, I won't break. I want bread instead. Uh, uh. Yeah, she fucking on me. Uh, she gon' keep fucking on me, cause she know said it quiet. I keep it low key. Uh, now here the cause, no pain. I'm here to cause that you free. You posting them pictures with him, but I know damn well you thinking on me. You probably wishing it was me. Uh, hey, uh, eat on it, beat on it, lick on it. That was my cooter, yeah, that was my food. Uh, crap like a snap rock, hot like a crap pot. Gotta show her I'm no ruler. Uh, Suck up, I come like some knowledge. I gotta hurt slow. You know I be the two to come with me. Hey, hey. She wanna be number one. Ooh, no. She wanna have all first place. I know damn well you gon' lie to me. Just don't do the shit to my face. I feel like I got a good bond with you. Don't wanna double back, no erase. Finger licking, yeah, the garlic be the taste. Wanna come and eat it up on your plate. I love you, but this some shit that I hate. Melissa, y'all got no trip, no lace. Chanel fur with the Louis on the way. Denim drip with a cool tan in say Keep it dripped up in style, that's anyway You was hitting cars, busting down every day Even though we separated, we went all the way Yeah, she got a man, yeah, she fucking on me She gon' keep fucking on me Cause she know said it quiet, I keep it low-key Not here to cause no pain I'm here to cause that you free You posting them pictures with him But I know damn well you thinking on me You probably wishing it was me Hey, eat on it, beat on it, lick on it That was my cooter, yeah, that was my food Crap like a snap rock, hot like a crap pot Gotta show her I'm no ruler Suck up, I come like some knowledge I gotta hurt slow, you know I be the two to come with me Hey, Soak up, I come like some knowledge I gotta hurt slow, you know I be the two to Baby got double D, take her to double G I thought she working at Hooters Sippin' on me, got me reminiscing about that pussy and all of my dreams Yeah, sippin' on me, got me reminiscing about that pussy 
You are back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Man, that was Seti Hendrix, man. Pink noticed the the strong sample in the background. From SWV, from back in my day. <laughs> that's my that's my new young favorite artist, man, uh, Seti Hendrix. Uh, you know, he's just a guy. He uses those samples, man. But, hey, whatever you do to make a hit, as long as you make a hit with it. You can't fault anybody for using samples. I mean, <laughs> really I, can, I don't. Man. You know, I mean, if, it, if it just, you know, it kind of strikes that nostalgic thing, and if it fits, it fits, man. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. Once again, back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Make sure that you're uh, uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel and things like that. We're going to put it up. You'll see it, the link right there when we uh, place these things on our social media page. So all it takes is one click, two clicks, boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, and you're in. You know, that's it. That's it. <laughs> very simple transaction there. <laughs> Just like becoming a side piece to a very chick. <laughs> that's it, man. It's easy. Uh, speaking of boom, bam. <laughs> wow, poor taste. <laughs> Let's talk about Chad Wheeler, a disturbing story from the NFL and the annals of domestic violence. Uh, Chad is a uh, fringe offensive lineman for the Seahawks most recently and uh, was arrested on a story that kind of blew up over the past week where he abused his, is it a girlfriend or a wife? I want to say girlfriend. Think so, and yeah. uh, and there was like some pretty horrifying pictures. I mean, she took uh, a pretty epic beat down. There was some side notes about him trying to have her to quote unquote bow down to him. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is a situation where this guy's an offensive lineman, probably three hundred plus pounds. She's probably a buck forty, unless she was on a date with Bubba the night before. <laughs> She'd be closer to two bills. But um, you know. This is, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's just not a, a good situation. But you did a little research into into Wheeler. I guess he's he's had a history of some mental health issues. Right, right, right. So he's, he's had some mental health issues. Was on medication, yes. and then at the time this happened, off of medication. He, he he wasn't taking his medication, at least from her account. Um, as far as her report, her the police report from her account. Right, and right. a lot of the information that's available right now is based upon her account exactly. to the police when the emergency calls made on that, and you know based on the, the physical evidence of, of the, the the violence that was was perpetrated upon her, it's pretty consistent. Right, uh, but you know, I don't think there's a you know there, there's much of an issue or sympathy that this guy you know beat her up and shouldn't shouldn't suffer significant legal consequence. To exactly. That. Um, that's not, you know, really in dispute in any way. To the full extent of the law. To the full extent of the law. Um, and then, you know, but, but I guess, you know, the, these situations occur and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of 
other elements that go into it. And, and you know, you, you'd hope a person can see some signs sometimes. And I think, you know, when somebody you know, has mental health issues and, you know, has a propensity for violence or has demonstrated that in some way, um, it's really imperative as a young woman, as you know, a woman of any age, or even you know, whether it be a, a child or or a man for that matter, Johnny Depp, I think took a beating or two, um, <laughs> you know, to to get out of the situation, yeah, you know, to not think that you can fix something that you're not capable of fixing, exactly, and that's you know, that's one of the one of the takeaways I think you you, you have on this is that you know, it, it's almost just a word of caution that like. You know, you got to realize when you're dealing with people with mental health issues, things are not normal and they're not going to be correctable or fixable, you know, by you as an individual. You've got to have some sense that, you know, it's okay to walk away from this because your safety, your life is in jeopardy. Especially when you're dealing with a person with mental health issues that plays the most violent sport there is, you know what I mean? Um, And gets paid to do so. Right. You know, it's just a, a, a it's a opportunity for the perfect storm. So, you know, and my whole thing about that is it's just, you know, like we said, the guy should be reprimanded and whatever the case may be and go to jail and all of that good stuff. But where is the accountability on the woman's part is, 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 is my thing. And no one ever brings that side up. It's just, you know, you knew this beforehand. And not only did you know this like well beforehand and you, and you stuck it out and I'm sure this wasn't the first case, but we don't know exactly. So even if this was the first case, you still knew beforehand, you know, and then you get to the point where you're up a week, two weeks prior to this and you know he's not taking his medicine. Yeah, because you you put that in the report. He hasn't been taking his medicine. So you knew he wasn't taking his medicine, but you're still around. You know, um, um, while he's playing for the Seattle Seahawks and he's right. earning money. And then when his contract is over and, uh, you know, and, and his agent saying it may not be an opportunity for him to get another contract. Right. Yeah. I mean, his, his, he loses yeah, this, it. This maybe. is a guy that was on the fringe of the league. Yeah. He was out of contract was, you know, his best scenario was to maybe get a camp in. But he was he was a backup guy. He wasn't Anyhow. like a starter that was, you know, entering a, a potentially lucrative free art, free agent situation. Right. But do you do you think like, you know, I mean, like with women, do you think they get stuck with like the mothering, nurturing instincts and stay in these situations? I, I think so. Man. Against their own better, you know, better judgment, better judgment. against their own you know, self-preservation instinct. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Um, you know, and it's tough to say in this situation what was the, the, the motivating factor to stick around. You know, um, you know, maybe she gets a book deal, you know, a few years <laughs> I don't know, because cause this is the thing. Like, I mean, again, yeah. in the position that he was in career-wise, yeah. it, it was time to leave. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, the, you're not staying for financial gain at that point. Yeah. If that's... If that's what the story was, right? Was there any talk of whether they have kids together or no? I didn't hear anything about I, that I've either. I've not heard anything about that. No, no. I just know they said, you know, he 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 strangled her uh, in the time, and then uh, he left the house. When he came back, he said, "Oh shit, you're not dead yet." You know, <laughs> it's not funny, Christ. but that, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but there is. was no talk of kids during that time. That's why I bring that up because there were no talk of. You know, right. the, the, the kids seeing her or whatever the case may be. So, yeah. you know, 
But um, and, and you know, like with with kids involved, that complicates it. For oh people, man, you even, know, staying it multiplies or whatever. The complication. But yeah, I mean, you you would just have hoped she could have seen the situation as it as it is or as it became right. faster and have gotten herself just out. just like um, we were talking about the guy, the the baseball guy, you know, the front office guy. Um, and here goes another situation where. Much, I'm, I'm much, asking. Much lighter scenario. It's much lighter say. because there was there was no direct contact of uh, domestic violence as far as him actually, you know, touching her or or, or beating her or anything. But it's somewhat of a um, se- it's not even sexual assault. What do they call this? They call it um. I don't know. I mean, break <laughs> but it down. Yeah, I mean, break it down he, to he, where he sent he, a DP to to yeah, yeah. It was a reporter, right? It was a it was a reporter, and um, of course, he's a front office guy, a GM, if you will, uh, making a lot of the the front office decisions. And of course, she's just looking for the next big story piece, right? <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I guess she didn't find it in the DP. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and so he's, you know, so she's directly working with him. And, you know, they're working on a big trade, you know, so she's, so she, you know, she's interviewing him on, on a, a consistent basis because she's, you know, she's reporting for that specific team. Yeah. And he asks, you know, so they get each other's number, you know, each other's phone number. Right. And um, he he loves the way she looks and things like that. So he's asking her. Eventually, he asks her, like, out on dates and things like that. And she doesn't respond for a while, for like a, a month or so. Okay. And then she says she gets with a coworker and says, "Hey, this guy, you know, he's you know sending messages as far as wanting to see me outside of work and wanting to date and want to do this and that." And so she sends a long message saying how, um, you know, it's uh, you know not appropriate and things of this nature. And then he says, "Oh, okay, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you, you know, you you, you didn't really want to be with me and things like that." <laughs> and then a, a couple of weeks from that, he sends the the dick picture. And, really? Uh, yeah, he's you know, and, and things just, like that. Just cold called with it. <laughs> just point? just cold call with it after the, she told him that. <laughs> Breaks a couple of weeks of radio silence. In a big way. <laughs> but and the thing about it is, you know, she, you know. He got these things where it's it's a thin line because she did wait a long time to say anything, and you know, like you know, he never touched her, right? Right, he never touched her. the The picture was out of line, you know. It's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to if you're not going to say anything right there, right? And if it stays right there, I mean, he 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 texts and he calls, but it does get to a point where it stops. I, I, I guess here's here's my take on this. If if I have the facts right, they're communicating, they're around each other. It's not absurd on either party's part to maybe some sort of attraction develops, and maybe the conversation veers from who are the Mets going to acquire to. Hey, what are you doing Friday night? Yeah, exactly. And and, and I could see where it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. And, you know, but but apparently she did consult some people and she kind of made her statement that, hey, I don't want to go any further with this. You know, I just want to keep this professional relationship at that point. For me, she's in the clear. Mm-hmm. If she then never reinitiated any sort of flirtatious stuff or anything and like literally, you know, gets a DP. I mean, that's on him, man. That's just a bad move. <laughs> it was a terrible move. It was a terrible move. <laughs> I mean, but you know, but, but does that constitute, you know, from, from, okay, from a guy who I, I you know, I, 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 I sent, I sent the, I've sent quite a few D, D pictures in my time, okay? 
I've sent, I've sent, you know, I've sent a couple. Okay, and, and as we'll learn a little later in the show, <laughs> some have been sent on your behalf. <laughs> some have been sent on my behalf. So this topic is a little, it's, it's a little personal. It hits home a little bit. Okay. You know, so, you know, sometimes you read the room wrong. Yeah. Okay. You read, you read the room wrong, man. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and sometimes you send a picture and you hope for the best and, and things, things, <laughs> things can flip on you, man. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I think they're like, I guess the thing that like I'm saying, like, if, if, if there was really like radio silent, no kind of flirting or whatever, and it just comes out of the blue, yeah, the, yeah. he doesn't. He's not basing he's it not, off of any he's logic. Not. It's no. just a desperate. <laughs> it's a desperate heave. It's a desperate heave. It's a desperate heave, man. From beyond half court, it's, man. It's, it's he's 30. not even on the court. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's in the parking lot, and <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna get through this uh, wall. I was gonna say, he's taking a he's taking a curry <laughs> warm up shot from the 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 the, the, uh, the alley there off the court exactly. to the locker room. Exactly, man. But yeah, that's. But I mean. I guess maybe the more the question more specifically is what should be the consequence of that you yeah. know yeah, is it like should he lose, lose his, his job that seems his job, a little extreme his, he's gonna lose his career he's never he's never gonna rebound from this yeah they're yeah, doing yeah. a whole you know <laughs> it's made it the sports center they're doing a whole piece on you know <laughs> once you make it to e60 man it's, your career is <laughs> <Yeah>. over man <laughs> what's that what's that old white guy's name once he gets a part of your your story your name it's over you're man. done you're done <laughs> so that's it yeah i don't know yeah it's, i mean you know he could be running the uh the Birmingham Barons or something like that <laughs> <laughs> next season. But yeah, man. Some it does small seem, baseball team. It, it does seem like a, like an extreme That's situation. extreme because this was years ago. You know, like I say, the, the all of the communication completely stopped at a certain point, all yeah. right? And then years passed, and then she comes out, and her, her explanation for it was she doesn't, you know, she, she wants to prevent it from happening again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. I, I want to save other lives. <laughs> I want to save, <laughs> you know. Like that's, I mean, that's just doing a little too much, man. You that know, is, that for, is, you know, and you know, he never touched you, he never did this, and if you're not going to say it in that time frame, obviously you weren't. So what you know, what you'd like to see is is pass federal law where there's a statute of limitations, statute of limitations on man. raising complaints over dick pics. Yes, yes. I because like it. because I like uh, you know it, what uh, is somebody going to come out on me? You know uh, next week and say, hey, Bubba sent me, <laughs> you know, Bubba sent me an unsolicited, you know, In come on, man. You know. <laughs> That's I like crazy, it. Man. You know, well, 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 Joe's got his, his executive order pen stroking out up there in Washington. <laughs> he can get something on the books for us. Yeah, man. <laughs> Save a spot for me, man, just in case you have to get me out, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, man. But, um, you know, an- another hot, hot topic, man, is the um, carousel, not carousel, the lack thereof of, of NFL black coaches. Um once again, it, it it seems like every year, man, it's 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 the same old song. Yeah. Um, yeah. as far as not hiring, um, black coaches and 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 they've kind of tweaked that word now to minority, uh, head coaches. And I think that that's kind of a li- I call a little bit of BS on that. Yeah. Um, you know, you the, the issue is this: the NFL is seventy percent black as far as players go. Right. And the coaching ranks you know, have vacillated between literally less than 10% to maybe about 15% at an absolute peak. And and it's just way out of line. 
And, a, and I think that there's this media thing where it's kind of like, well, let's throw in Ron Rivera. He's Hispanic. Yeah. And let's throw in Robert Sala, who's uh, Lebanese, I believe, or, or you know, from the middle, Middle Eastern country, um, and kind of group it and say, well, minorities now represent a better number. That that's not the issue. Th- yeah. This is a very specific discrimination very. toward black coaches, and it's 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 unjust. It's right. not, you know, and it's crazy. It's this, yeah. You know, the weird narrative is that these owners who are almost uniformly white only relate to these white coaches and 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 this and that, and, and it's crazy because like a lot of these coaches are getting pulled up and they're they're super young. They mm-hmm. don't have a lot of the white guys. Any they're experience. super young. They don't have great resumes, strong resumes and experience, and they're not necessarily even players of significance. Right. Um, that that you're going that route, and they're getting these head jobs. And, you know, for every Sean McVay, there's there's a handful of dudes like Adam Gase and, and uh, what's the guy that always ends up back with the Patriots? The offensive <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and, and they suck. It, you know? They really do, man. And it's just insane. And and it it just every year it happens over and over again. You hear about the Rooney rule, which uh, I guess obligates a team to uh, interview at least one minority coach. And uh, that, you know, that's not resulting in any hires. Exactly. And um, also, so here's an excerpt from uh, the NFL news. It says the NFL expanded the Rooney rule to give more minority candidates opportunities to become a head coach. Right. And reward teams who develop them. So, you know, they 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 come they came up with a rule about, you know, maybe a um, a secondary, you know, first round pick, things of that nature, additional first round pick. If you hire um, a black head coach or minority head coach who um, who are already in your coaching staff or, or on a coaching staff or, you know, things of that nature. Right. So they said more interviews didn't equal uh, more hirings this offseason. So um, according to a report, candidates known to have interviewed for seven head coach openings um, this month alone or this past month now. Oh, no, we're still in January. <laughs> Eleven were minorities and 16 were white. Right. Yeah. So only two of the seven jobs went to minorities. But of course, one, as we already stated, was Lebanese. And right. and, and we talked about this off camera where, you know, in the last um, help me out here. What the, what is the report census? Lebanese is actually considered um uh, white yeah you know yeah. And, and and i looked it up and, and you can google lebanese and white and and you know there's a there is a serious argument about it but a lot of lebanese consider themselves white and 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 well i would know, say it's it's better it's 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 more accurate to say that they don't consider themselves black right right yeah that they're either either proudly lebanese or they would generally fall into the guy i mean you put themselves in a guy white right and then <laughs> the other guy who, uh, honestly, man, I looked it up before we got here. The guy who they hired for the Houston Texans that, you know, ended up where Deshaun Watson still wanted to lead him after they hired him. Um, you know, what's his name? is De- David David Cali. David Cali. I, I mean, I still can't tell whether that guy's black or not. I mean, he looks <laughs> like a white guy. When you when you look at him, man, he, he just looks like a white that, guy. That man. was my very first impression. A friend of mine from high school posted a picture announcing the hire, and my first comment to him was, they hired another honky. <laughs> and then he did some research. I did some research, and, and he is he is African-American. He, he's very light in complexion. I still don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, he looks... He looks 
look, I mean, I, I mean, maybe a white guy with a tan, but he just looks just regular white guy to me. I yeah, mean, I still don't see it. Yeah, I did. I didn't either. But I mean, apparently he was the first uh, black quarterback to play for Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, and, I see how he got into Vanderbilt. And he's been. <laughs> and he's, I mean, there was he, none. There was none after him either. And, <laughs> you know. And, and the 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 hiring itself. I mean, wish this guy the best luck. I have nothing against him. Right, right, right. But but here's a, a little bit. You know, he so. I don't know the fact that he doesn't look particularly black is part of the why he got hired in some weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, his resume, he, he's apparently a well-liked guy in the league. Um, that's great for him, but he's never been a coordinator right? Um, or obviously a head coach in the league, and there's, there's a general progression. And if we're going to criticize the resume of a guy like Joe Judge, who is a special teams coach for the Patriots, that's got to go both ways and say, well, David Kelly, this is not a guy who's a coordinator right? or been a head coach at, you know, at any level. And I think that that's like kind of a legitimate question as to why he, you know, he got hired. And, and I mean, ostensibly, he was the – um, Ravens passing game coordinator. Yes. And, and the Ravens passing game didn't exactly set the league alight. <laughs> at mean, all, at a, all. This is a playoff team, but they led the league in rushing, and, and that's their bread and butter. Exactly. So it, it, th- there's a lot of just strange things about his resume. The other side of this coin, if we're going to go back to guys like, you know, like Leslie Frazier, like Eric Bieniemy, and what have you, Houston in its current situation is not a good job. No, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's the face of the franchise. Uh, you know, a, a high-level quarterback ha- is committed to leaving. Reiterated that after the coaching hire. You've also got the you know, the other big figure in in that team is J.J. Watt, and there's talk he may be on his way out of the team too. So you're looking at a serious rebuild. And what we know, to the extent that that black head coaches have existed and had opportunities, those opportunities are fleeting. Yeah, for and, sure. And they're 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 not given a lot of, um, you, you know, kind of you know, sort of second chance or a lot of a lot of leeway in developing teams. Historically, they're getting jobs that are not particularly good jobs, which fits the profile of the Texans, and they're giving a short time to turn the program around and achieve some success, or they're out. But here goes the thing: I I, I don't see where it can change. Because I feel I do feel like the NFL is doing pretty much everything in their power, you know, Adam and, and those guys. They're doing pretty much. I mean, as they're going to the extent of we will give you a, a traffic just if you hire one of these guys. Right, right, I exactly. Mean, you know, please, you know. Yeah. But you know, all you know, these owners that they're, they're a tight knit group, you know, and we we can't get a black owner in or a minority owner in anyhow. You know, I mean, Jay Z right. is trying to sneak his way through the back door just to. Well, what team is he working with? <laughs> huh? What what, you, well, you know, he's a part of he, he's a part of the league, and, and, and um, you know, he he had something to do with the Kaepernick getting a workout and things of that nature. Like, okay, he, yeah, he, he he's a part of uh, some initiatives and things to do with the NFL, but he he has huge aspirations to own an NFL team. Oh, but he's not he's not like he's in talks with any particular team for an ownership interest. No, I mean, okay. I mean, you know, you know, no, I yeah. mean, the last what the last team to change ownership hands i believe what was the vikings were the vikings i could be wrong um didn't they run out the uh the panthers guy the panthers guy that may uh, be the most recent yeah panthers and think. vikings you know but yeah. um you know and even then i'm pretty sure they vote on it right all the I owners some, yeah. yeah all the owners they get together and they vote on you know who's going to so it's, it's going to be tough man and so you have all these older rich white guys and even if 
you know, it, it's fair. This it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's it's not. It may not even be racism because, you know, these coaches are coming in and they see these young white coaches as their sons and grandsons. It's like they just they they they. Well, that's certainly a product of racism to see that. It is. And, and to it the, is. Yeah. This relatability and it, it I mean, it's yeah. tied to the narrative of well, I I want a coach who looks like me. Right. Your team doesn't look a damn thing like you, you old fat. <laughs> I mean, you know, like come on now. You know, yeah. it's not what this is about. You're you're about, you know, you buy a team to win games and right. win titles and stuff like that. And, you know, the players don't look like you. I don't know why the coach needs to, <laughs> you know, in all fairness. I, but I do think that, like, there's a there's a certain, like, trendiness of it, uh, as it were. And I, I kind of put that with, with a guy like Sean McVay. Got a, a head coaching job extremely early in his career. He's done quite well, appeared in a Super Bowl. Uh, you had another playoff run this season. And, um, you know, and I think like, like, again, I think two of his assistants have gotten head jobs. I think the, right. the Chargers guy and I thought there's one other guy that has a tie to, to McVay. And so he's already at in his mid thirties, he's younger than some of his players. He's already has a coaching tree, which is crazy. Um, and, and I mean, I get the allure of maybe trying to hire one of these guys, but, but man, you, you, Andy Reid's no joke and no, the enemy's man. coming from there. You know, and Bienemy's a former player in the league and stuff like that, and he's he's coordinated at a high level. Um, Leslie Frazier, Todd Bowles had a run with the Jets. He's a guy that's had an experienced thing. One guy that needs to be given a little bit of credit in this discussion is uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, oh, yes, all, man. All three of his coordinators, offense, defense, and special teams, are African-American coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, – the majority of his staff, I don't know exactly how many people you have, but, like, literally I was looking at something. He is, I think, seven, eight – uh, African-American coaches on that staff. Right. Now, if you want to push progress in a way, that's kind of what Bruce is doing. That's kind of what he's doing, man. He's Be- kind of sticking it loading, to it. Right. You're loading the deck of coaches with experience in this level. Exactly. And so if you if more people keep doing that, the yeah. only people who you understand, have, it, you know, it'll mirror the league. Right. You know, if 70% of the coaches mirror the, the 70% of the players that are in the league, now you're going to say, well, I mean, that's where the elite knowledge is. Mm-hmm. These are the people that do it. They're, they they played it, they coached it, and, and these are the guys that they get it done. All right, and you're cornering the market, so to speak, because right. if, if more teams do that, then, like, how are you going to continue to look over these guys for who? Right, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. You're going to just bring up college guys now? Because, I, I mean, we do have the uh, a similar issue in college football. But, oh, yeah. you know, then, I mean, it, it'll just get crazy then. But, yes, yeah, so if, if more guys But it's like one of those things. That, it's almost like a revolutionary tactic. It, right. It's not necessarily going to result in a, in a change in no. this cycle or even the next one. Right. But if, if more – Coaches are given that opportunity. That's where the experience is going to lie. That's where the opportunity is going to go. Exactly. Because you're not going to have an you know an option in that regard. So I'm gonna I, I applaud Bruce Bruce Arians for that. Um, you know, I, another thing I, I really find suspicious is there's like this. You know, even when Callie got the job with the Texans, it's this notion that like Eric Bieniemy must be a terrible interview. Yeah, man. I think that's like an unfair characterization. I, I don't think. You know, I mean. Maybe I'm a little off on this, but I don't think you get NFL head coaching jobs in an interview. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's it's more than that. It's it's your resume. It's what you've accomplished. Your reputation in the league. All that stuff walks into the interview room before you physically get there. Exactly. And to, to say that that's you know that that I mean, because the implication is. He has an unquestionably successful resume. Mm-hmm. The implication is that he is so 
horrific in a face-to-face interview that it's not just it's not good enough to get a job it's good enough to diminish his actual resume right like, that's 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 what it really I mean, comes that's down to literally coming in and taking a shit on the couch yeah you know and and i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know tony dungy uh you know a former uh you know well-decorated head coach uh african-american coach i mean he really shits on that idea of that you know these black coaches are having you know terrible interviews such as eric b enemy uh because you know first of all he explains the interview process and it's just like it's really nothing you know to it you know it's you know it's not like you're at ibm or or, or google and you have this strenuous interview it's it's, it's nothing like that of the source i mean you're coming in and what they want to know is what's your you know ideally they want to know what's your plan for this team how do you plan to turn this team around you know uh, what are some of your, you know, best X and O plays? Give us two or three. And, you know, and really the rest of the interview is, you know, shits and giggles. I right. mean, you know, right. like, uh, he says that's really what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean like, to me, on most of this stuff, you you do the research on the back end. I mean, right. on the front end, you know, whether you hire a search firm, whether you, mm-hmm. you know, you vet people with other people in the league that you know and are familiar with. Um, you know, and if they're not doing that, if they're, you know, if, if these hires are being made more off the cuff, I mean, that's just ownership and competence. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that explains why the Lions always suck. Yeah. You know, and certain teams, you know, ha- have just in steady decline. Right. You know, I it, it's, it's hard to fathom. It needs to change. It's not representative of the league. And, um, yeah, the one thing, like, like when you do compare, like, ownership groups, I, I think the NBA owners are younger by and large, I think there's a certain trendiness to ownership in the NBA. Um, that's like the NFL is old school. It's traditionalist. It's older owners and stuff like that. And it's that needs to be unsettled, whether by death or by something else. Um, <laughs> we, we need to mix that bag up and pull something else out. <laughs> We're crying out loud, man. I don't know. But exactly, speaking man. speaking of the Sean McVay and speaking of the Lions who always suck, they managed to make a pretty big move. Yeah, man, a uh, pretty big move. Oh, uh, at least I got the news late at night. I mean, they were. I guess this is a uh, a trade that had been in the talks for a few days, um, really aggressively, and they finally got it done. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, and the Los Angeles Rams they swapped quarterbacks, and of course the Detroit Lions uh, sent a couple picks back. I mean, Jared Goff for um, Matthew Stafford and a few picks. Um, now here is my take. Here's my thing about that, right? I feel like the 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 Los Angeles Rams gave up too much, man. The Rams, okay, Stafford's the older QB by a good margin. Right. Um, and they gave up a slew of picks. The, exactly. The situation with the Rams is this. They have in Aaron Donald, in, in, in Jalen Ramsey, and a few other guys, they have some high-level talent that is in their prime. Mm-hmm. And they have to be in win now mode. They have to be, man. You know, and and what I feel like, you know, the, and let's go back. Jared Goff was the top pick, I believe, in that draft. And his first season with Jeff Fisher, he was on his way to being a significant bust. Right. McVay comes in, and to his credit, um, the very next year gets Goff playing at a pretty high level, and uh, they get to the Super Bowl, and lose. Uh, with golf playing poorly. And, <laughs> but then over the next two years, there's just been this notion and sense that golf just isn't really that good. 
and that he's in some way holding the roster back. Well, he he better be not that good at all because <laughs> I mean because no seriously, you could have gotten. Matthew Stafford for just those picks alone. I mean, you'd think once he committed sure. to leaving, yeah, 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 for sure. But um, um, but but to give up that and Jared Goff, and I understand Jared Goff has the contract, and you know you're just trying to really get rid of him. Yeah, but that's I mean that's I mean that's just a lot, man. And they better be in win now mode because yeah. what do you have now to sort of support any of of what you have you don't have any um high draft picks and you don't have any you know uh uh, uh salary cap to really go out in free agency right and, and right do anything so yeah, that, that gonna, team better be win now yeah no they, they are they've got to be in a situation too where it's like you know we're in la we've got a team that can win we're, we're going to try and attract people kind of like the patriot the, the bucks did this year you know. and, and, and then you look at it, poor Jared Goff, man, because he's going to a he's going to a rough situation, man. Yeah. Rough situation. A team that's always just always, you know, uh, bringing in new coaches. You know that that team is that's a terrible team. Yeah. I mean, it just is. The I mean, last time they won Kevin was Johnson just walked away. He's like Barry Sanders. <laughs> walked no, Barry away. Sanders just walked away. Like two absolutely Hall of Fame iconic players just, in their respective positions walked away with with. Tread on the tire. <laughs> like I just to had to get the hell out of Detroit. Enough, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean Matthew Stafford couldn't like you know. Um, and there's also a, a big report that um, the Patriots were going after that, and he he sort of vetoed that. He didn't want to go to New England. Yeah, I did see that. What was the backstory and why he didn't want to go to New England? Like, uh, uh, the only thing I could think of, and, and, and it hasn't come out yet as far as his exact feelings, but he just didn't think they were in a win-now situation. Um, you know, he wants to go to a place where he, he seriously thinks they have a opportunity to, to really win now. Okay, I get that. I, I thought because Matt, Matt Patricia went back to New England, and I thought maybe yeah, I that, thought that, maybe, that maybe Matt Patricia connection. had put the bone to his wife. <laughs> you yeah. never know, man. That, that happens more in the NBA than NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Fisher and all those guys, man, yeah. having yeah. sex with everybody. Man. <laughs> Derek Fisher. <laughs> but oh, um, I said, I said, let's take a quick break, man, and, and I'll come back with the story of the week. Sounds good. Um, I'm actually going to give you a choice. Um, I always love having a choice. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a choice. And uh, we'll see how that goes. This is a song from Fresco Mr. Soul right here in Orlando, Confidence. Um, you can check it out. It's on all streaming platforms. Uh, it's called Confidence from Fresco Mr. Soul. You are on the bench with Bubba and Pink. We'll be right back with the crazy story of the week. Oh, 
You are back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. That was Fresco, Mr. Soul with Confidence. Once again, that is on all streaming platforms. All righty, so. We had Fresco in back in the day. We had Fresco in back in the day, man, and he's, he's still grinding and working it out. That's a uh, really, really nice song there. I think that has legs to grow. All righty. Speaking of legs to grow, this story may have legs to grow, man. I have a choice, you said. You do have a choice, all right. What information this... do I get to base my choice on? <laughs> all righty, so as far as the crazy story of the week, we do have um, a story that did not get to air the last time that we were on uh, due to technical difficulties. Tragic right? loss. So Tragic that loss. is a um, crazy X story, all right? It goes in that category. Okay. All right, you have a choice between that, and you've heard it, so this is going to be a decision where you – is it pers- you know, your personal decision where to go with it for the fans to hear their story or for you to hear this new story that you never heard about the it is the second half to the college story where one of our friends boo booed on or not boo booed, he had the <laughs> shit stain. <laughs> left the skid mark. He on. left the skid mark on uh, my roommate's bed once we all <laughs> left. We had a big party. Um, and he stayed behind with the chick and, um, he decided to have sex on my roommate's bed. It wasn't his bed, but he decided that he had to have sex with this big girl. She was big. And, uh, and he left a big skid mark. Somebody left a big skid mark. Him or the girl. We still don't know to this day who left the skid mark between him or the girl. And, uh, there is a second uh, half to that story. There was no DNA testing back in those days? (laughs) No DNA testing, man. Now, this story does, the second half to that story doesn't have another skid mark. (laughs) 
<laughs> to that part. Uh, it's just the second half to the story. That's tough to digest. But here's what I'm going to recommend because part of the part of the the charm of these stories is like when you're hearing them. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen next. Right, right. So because I just heard that other one a couple of weeks ago, let's let that let's bring that one back in a couple of months when my memory fades. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go to the skid mark part two. All right, part two. <laughs> All right, so let's do it, man. So once again, this is um, sophomore year of college. All right. Now, just to give you a brief um, reminder, freshman year of college was a lot of um, upset. You know, of course, I told the story of. You know, my light skinned roommate sort of, um, you know, smashing the girl that I was talking to the entire there day was no sort at of the about beach. That. <laughs> <laughs> so he smashed her. He smashed her, man, right up, right on the top bunk, man, <laughs> right in front of me. And so that whole freshman year, I mean, you know, I didn't get any uh, uh, Bethune Cookman coochie, okay, and uh, and neither did um, neither did my clique outside of him. All right. So, so the only guy that scored for the whole year. Yeah, it was off of assist from me. Well, not assist. He kind of just stole the ball. Oh no 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 no! Oh, that roommate. I th- I thought Skidmore. No Martin no man. no, not Skidmore man. Oh okay. No 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 no. This no Skidmore man was sophomore year, right? Oh, so I'm okay. just telling you, the whole freshman year, we didn't get any action. Okay, we didn't get any action from at, at, at you know on campus. Okay. Hard times. So we decided, hey, because. Bethune-Cookman had uh, dorms, right? So, I mean, of course they did. But, you know, it was all women in, in one dorm and all men in the other dorms, right? So you had to sneak in to even get any action. You know, you had to yeah. put them in hoodies and things like that and sneak them in. So sophomore year, we decided to get our own place, you know? So we're going to get our own apartment and things are going to be crazy. So first weekend, we throw a little party. We throw a little get-together. You know, it's just us. And we, we, we invited a, a, a few other, uh, you know, females, of course, matched it up. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, it had the same amount. <laughs> okay? So, you know, uh, we're doing, we're having a party and everything. Playing man with no safety help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I... I'm the only person in the apartment. It's three bedrooms. I'm the only person in the apartment. I, I, you know, I don't have a bed in my room. You know, I, you know, you know. I, what are you I, sleeping cheap. on at this point? I am sleeping on just a cover that my grandma made, man. One of those, you know, like a comforter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that she knitted herself. So that's what I'm sleeping on. Did you have a pillow? Yes, I had a pillow. Well, actually, I was using my clothes as pillows. <laughs> but, but listen. You know where I'm from, man. That's what we. I'm good. I don't have any. I don't have any. Ill, you know, I'm straight. You know, I'm sleeping. I'm good. I'm doing. You know, I'm good. Yeah, waking up with a bad back. No, and- man. I'm young, man. I'm young. I'm living, man. I, I, I'm good. I'm that, that's gonna catch confident. you now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sleeping on the cover. I have some clothes as pillows, so I'm I'm good. Okay. What I did not know is that girls wouldn't be good with that. This is what I learned. So listen. <laughs> So we haven't a body or, or anything, right? That's and, pretty shocking, you know. <laughs> and I and and so what I do is I identify the girl that I want early on in this party. What went to the what went into that process? I I wanted the drunkest one and the <laughs> the one that I thought I would have the best chance with. Okay, which happened to be the drunkest one. <laughs> happened to be the drunkest one. She wouldn't wouldn't be bothered by your lack of a bed. Uh, probably the most least attractive one. Once again, she's on my Instagram and Facebook. She may see the story and delete and block me, but who cares? <laughs> All right. So we we you know I but, saw. But please subscribe to the channel. <laughs> please, it's very simple. And you easy can delete process. and block. Just subscribe. <laughs> so 
you know, so I I, I I go over to her. I say, you know, you know, hey, you know, let me uh, show you a, a little tour of the apartments, you know, <laughs> which is a small ass apartment. But you know, who cares? So I take Did her back. You think you're on MTV Cribs or something? Like <laughs> <laughs> so I take her back uh, uh, to the room. Once again, this is before we leave to go to the beach and everything. So the skip mark thing hasn't really happened just yet. <laughs> it <didn't> really <laughs> So I take her back to the room. And, uh, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking it's about to go down right now, you know. Not even, you didn't even need the beach for an assist. No, man, not at all, not at all. So what happens is we get in there. This is in your room. In, in the room, we get in the room. There was no look of, like, shock or head drop, disappointment when there was no bed? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, you know, you know. <laughs> she's like you don't have a you don't have a bed what is this she's like what is this i'm like uh you know what do, what do you mean i mean yeah this is where i'm sleeping right now i mean but we're good i mean we have a floor we have the door could close i mean i don't understand what's going on right now and she, she's like oh no i need a bed and uh you know this i you know i can't you know it's like animals you know that <laughs> i'm like <laughs> So I'm like, what, you never did anything on the floor before? I mean, what is going on? Is this brand new territory, you know? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I can't. I, I just can't. I just, you know, I just I just can't, you know, da-da-da. So she she walks she walks out, right? So she walks out. You're left in the room behind by yourself. <laughs> right. So then we go we go to the beach, whatever. Boom. Night is done. Now, skate mark things happen. Whole frenzy. It, it, shit gets crazy. Now, the very next weekend, right? So nothing happened. Very next weekend. <laughs> Quite understandably. <laughs> the very next weekend, I'm, I, you know, during the week, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone, sister, mom, granddad, whoever, like, yo, I I got to get me a bed. I need some help. Somebody, somebody send me some money. I got to get a bed, man. Because old freshman year, it didn't go down. I'd be goddamn if I go a whole second year without any, you know, that's crazy. Like, come on now. So... Uh, so, right. So we are, you know, it's this, uh, you know, gas station everyone goes to, um, and it has a checkers right across the street. So we are at the gas station because none of us are 21 yet. And of course we hang out to see who can buy us uh, some beer or some liquor or whatever. Just any random citizen. Any random by. citizen. <laughs> you know what I mean? We try to give the buyers. Did, buy you guys, did you guys throw a little something in for the citizen? Oh, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. We get what was the going rate in those days? <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, cigarettes or... Cigarettes? Yeah, man. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah. Or a couple of dollars, anything oh, yeah. like that. A lot, a lot of people just did it for free. You know, they like to see... Out of the young, kindness of their hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they love to see underage kids just get drunk and destroy their <laughs> lives. Right? So, my homeboy give me, gives me a nudge because... We see that same that same girl, and we had nicknames. We had nicknames for everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, we see um, the girl go in to the. I was gonna say the nickname, but then it it you know it would really know. But anyway, we saw we saw the girl go into the gas station bathroom with this older guy that we all know. No. Yeah, an older guy that's not even in school, right? 
And they're so in there for a very long time. She couldn't put it down on your floor. <laughs> couldn't put it down on my no floor. No problem at fucking Sitco. <laughs> Nastiest fucking bathroom you ever want to fucking see. There's shit on the wall. There's fucking piss all on the floor. I might have to tell a bathroom shit story right now. <laughs> I got one. You have one? Gas station. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Seriously, man. <laughs> and so she goes in there and she 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 she, she screws him in the fucking gas station bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh and so I'm like, you know, I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed, man. <laughs> I can't believe what is going on right now. And they're still in there. Did you like awkwardly stand by the door like so they see you as they came out? Like No, I waited. I waited till they came out. I've been holding this leak for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I waited till they came out and I went up and, and and you know, so he went his way, she and she's going her way back to the dorm. So I I, I go up to her and I'm like, yo, What's what, what's what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh hi." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Uh uh <laughs> You just in the uh the ba- bathroom back there?" <laughs> Are you still inside the service station? No, no, we oh, were outside. outside oh, period. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah okay. we were outside. period, just hanging out, waiting. You know what I mean? And by then we had been got our our, be- our beers or whatever that we were waiting on. But I'm waiting on her to get this guy's <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> we have something to discuss. We have something to goddamn discuss. I say, hold on now. I, I you know, I said I didn't have a bed. What you go in there to a gas station? She's like, well, you know, she fucking plays it off or whatever. She's using the bathroom in there. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, the, were you wiping his ass, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? Here? Exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> but we get, but then, but then we get with the guy, you know, because he's he's a he, he's a weird guy, man. Because he's this um, is the guy that's using the. He's a with? local guy, yeah. He's a local older guy, not older, older, but like you know, thirty or something at that time. And um, he's a local guy, but he hangs around, and he's sort of like a mentor to all of the. <laughs> Younger guys tells him like, "Yo, you know, you gotta be, pretty much, you gotta be smashing everything that's walking. Like, what are you guys doing? You know, what is the fucking holdup? You know, so he's like coaching us. You know, he's like a coach, he's a mentor. <laughs> and he's, uh, and, you know, he, and I'm asking him about the girl that he had in the gas station bathroom, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that's my spot, man. So you know, <laughs> that's, my <spot. laughs> that's my spot. If those walls could talk." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, man. Like you're 30 years old. You're a grown man. You don't have a bed. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a bed. Better spot than the Sitco bathroom? Come on. This should be my spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man, that's pretty much the, the, the end of that story, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. Did you ever get her, though, on the rebound? No, I didn't want to have that gas station bathroom. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's over, man. Did the, did the relatives come through with the funds for a bed? You said what now? Did oh, yeah, yeah. I eventually got the bed. Oh, okay. I eventually got the bed, and everything was great after that, man. After the bed, the bed was all I needed. That's, yeah, man. The bed was all you needed. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, man. Then the pussy juices flowed <laughs> like Niagara Falls. And then I'll tell you the, the last piece of the story, because I, her name is, uh, the nickname is, uh, we called her Black Barbie. Black Barbie. And I petitioned with the crew, like, we have to change her name. There's nothing Barbie about fucking the gas station drivers. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. Do you want my quick uh, shit story from the uh, guest service? Please. <laughs> so I'm I'm on a road trip for work. I'm heading up to Jacksonville. I get up to about St. Augustine, and I can feel I've got to take an enormous shit. <laughs> and I know this is not going to be pretty. So 
I finally find an exit. There's like a you know bathroom, and it's one of those ones. It's like in a gas station where they're making sandwiches and stuff like that. Okay. So I go to the back. Somebody was peeing, so I gotta wait. And I'm like, I'm puckered up, just holding this shit in. I get into the toilet and I just like literally explode. It's just massive. <laughs> loose diarrhea everywhere. And it's I'm wiping my ass while I'm in there. Like a guy knocks twice on the door, like he's also got to go. And everything I finish the paperwork, I go to flush, and there's absolutely no flush. Nothing happens. Yikes! So it's just a, a shit diarrhea-filled <laughs> toilet. So and I know this guy's waiting to get in. So as soon as I open the door. I kind of like hop past him and jog out of the service station and get to my car, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that this guy's just gonna walk walk in into a, a shit show. <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. You, did you see any uh, uh, any facial facial expressions <laughs> as your way out? No, on I your way out, I avoided that contact. <laughs> <laughs> there was no. I, <laughs> I literally, I didn't rule out the possibility that this guy might want to fight me. <laughs> Of course, there's the other end to that story. I would like to hear his side of the story. I wish. I like, wish. Yo, I'm waiting for 30 minutes to get us out of this gas station bathroom. That assumes he survived. <laughs> yeah. Still alive survived. to tell the story. Exactly, man. Hey, we have one final segment. We're breaking out something new. At the uh, like, Basically, you know, every week you go through your social media feed, there's something just weird or funny or just interesting as far as something that somebody posts. And so we're going to have a weekly social media taker or each show. Uh, Bubba, you got one for us? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a friend of the show, uh, Jason Fowler, okay? Now, he's a um, he's a hot-button, like, uh, relationship type, uh, you know. He, he gets the pot stirring on Facebook. Okay. Right? He gets the pot stirring on Facebook. And uh, this particular post says, let's see here. As a man, you got to reach the point where a woman could be butt bunky naked, okay? Popping that yoni <laughs> 10 feet away from you, and you are not phased. Not pretending to be phased, actually not phased at all. Basically saying, well, first of all, we need to break down that. I think, I think it sort of speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> but he uses some, uh, some, some pretty interesting terms here. He does. Butt bunky and uh, popping that yoni. You know, I yeah. might have to use this stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but basically saying about men and self control. That's a lot of self control to have, man. Well, I, the question you got to the end of that, and I'm like, what's the benefit of that? <laughs> like, how does that make your life better? Being able to do that. Well, he's about having uh, this self control and this uh, aura about yourself, and just being able to. Uh, you know who the hell knows, but I... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. Th I mean, everything you do has to be connected to an end game. Yeah. So I don't get the end game there. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it would help in a lot of, you know, uh, uh, you know, like the guy we were talking about, the baseball guy. I mean, you know, he, he, he could have had that level. Of he could benefit to to this post. Well, you know who I think it would actually help with is 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 all those those chicks on the dating platforms. Yeah, who, it's not about sex. Yeah. Now, if they could watch you do that, they would be convinced that they're safe and that you really want a relationship. When in fact you don't. You, when in fact you don't. <laughs> I think you'd get them. Yeah, that would be it. But I mean, that's not the sort of thing you'd be able to post a video of. I'd imagine. No, not at all, man. 
<laughs> Not at all. But that is an interesting uh, uh, a little tape there that you got. You know, you may I may have to use that little tactic. <laughs> Sort of wheeze your way in with that. They're questioning your your intentions. You you know, not thirty minutes ago, I was standing ten feet from a bug booty naked. <laughs> I was, you know, I was that, unimpressed. Yeah, I was unimpressed, man. I was unmoved. <laughs> I don't, like so. He's like fostering some sort of Zen mindset. Yes, what? there you go. Okay. there you go, man. He's 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 on the, um, you know, uh, Phil Jackson. Camp. I was, was going to say, can we transport Phil Jackson into that real quick? <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Oh, good Lord. All right. Well, that puts a, a puts a wrap on the show. We'll be back in, what, about two weeks? Post-Super Bowl? Post-Super Bowl, man. We'll be back with more stories, more sports talk, more entertainment. More mayhem. More mayhem. I like that word. <laughs> I do. I like that word. This was right. on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Don't forget to uh, subscribe when we put it up. The link will be right there when we post it. Uh, you just, you know, take two clicks and that's it. It rhymes. Take two clicks and that's it. I like that. That does rhyme. I was not sure what you were talking about. <laughs> now, now I'm clear. Thank you. All right, man. You guys, be easy. All right, we're out.